Hello, hello, OdaFest listeners. It's time for another episode of the OdaFest podcast. Woohoo! With me today are Nancy and Jay. It's me, and a Jay. It's I. And we're here to talk about anime. Specifically, this season's anime. Well, last season's anime, technically. Oh, this past season's anime. Summer season 2023. Almost all of the anime we're going to talk about today have maybe one episode left in the season. Well, we kind of restarted back a little bit late, so it's not too surprising. That being said, we have done our due diligence, as always, and have watched our single episode starter. But... Before we get too far ahead of ourselves, just a quick reminder to buy your weekend passes at the early bird price of $54 at odafest.com. That includes our uh, service fee from the online ticketing website. So $54 for the whole weekend on Mother's Day weekend in May. Remember, it sold out last year, so get on it. Exactly. Speaking of getting on it, let's get ahead with this. Let's get on it. Yeah, we, you know how last season we were like, oops, all bangers. <laughs> yeah. I'm and this just season going to say, yeah. Is not that. Yeah. Well, at least not the ones that were chosen anyway. It's entirely possible there was one that we didn't pick that no. ended up being super good. No. No, no. It's impossible. Like, no. <laughs> this season actually was pretty slow, all things mm. considered. There's a couple great sequels going on this season. Things like uh, um, Shoku Tensei, for example. But for original anime or for new anime, it was pretty sparse this summer. Shallow. Having that said, some of the stuff was pretty good. Mm. I, for one, absolutely love Zom 100, Bucket List of the Dead. Which is the first one we're going to talk about. One of the funniest things about this anime is that Netflix specifically was so butthurt about not getting the anime rights to this uh, to this anime that they went and made a live action that aired before the anime did. Wow. Imagine just having that money for that. They started airing right around the same time, but of course Netflix just dumped everything all at once. Revenge production? Which, just you about. Know, funny because we start off with literally a dude working at a production company. They don't specifically talk about what kind of production, but it's clearly like something that's television or film media. Exactly. And uh oh, I don't know if I don't know if you guys felt it, but I feel like just about anyone can kind of relate if you've had an adult job there are days where it feels like it drags on forever there are days where it feels like nothing is is going right where you never get to get home you might be doing two three maybe five hours of overtime in a day Ugh. and you feel like you're just going home only to wake up for work again the next day and that's our boy's life for three years it's not a secret that like japanese well i say japanese i'm gonna say asian work culture work culture is not good toxic 
and not healthy unhealthy and is basically capitalized uh capitalized capitalist, capitalist death sphere. yeah capitalist Hellscape. self-harm essentially it's capitalist hellscape and and dude the mc just starts off this first episode explaining what it was like like first job out of school he worked so hard for this gets to join like a dream job company and i know that a lot of you are probably already thinking this sounds a lot like when people used to go to school and then come out and first thing they did was go and work for like a big video game production company this feels very much like that because Dude basically says it like I worked so hard for this. This is this is my dream job. I should be lucky that I have it. And then it mm-hmm. he just quickly devolves into this zombie that just barely stays alive yep. from overnight session to overnight session to overnight session. I think there were days where he like stayed multiple days at the office, like didn't even go home to shower. Yeah, one of the yeah. uh aspects and this is like a thing in uh, Asian work culture so they'll be like you have uh, it, it, the, the company on the outside will look like a great place to work not just because of the uh, prestige of working for that company because they've you know done so much stuff they're really well known really well connected but they'll also be like oh you know yeah we work you kind of hard and ask you for a lot with overtime and stuff but we still offer you benefits and we still offer you vacation time. Yeah, Fun. I love how they were like, we have unlimited sick days, but yeah. I don't think I've ever seen anyone use them. Fun fact, it is absolutely looked down upon if you take your vacation days in Asia. Oh, absolutely. Like here, you get your you know two weeks, three weeks, whatever it might be, and you're supposed to use it. In fact, HR, usually at a lot of Western companies, they're like, use it. Use it now. Yeah. Yeah, if you have a good manager, they should be getting on you about your PTO. In Asia, it is basically you are weak. How dare you actually use your benefits? Yeah, your coworkers are so disappointed in you. You're letting us down. Oh, it's brutal. That's that's the rhetoric. And it is really really sad because uh it works on people. It's this horrible guilt. Uh he even says in that first episode he's like, "I can't quit because if i quit my team will have to pick up my slack yep it's a huge guilt trip it's interesting because um in the show in the first episode basically you start with like a normal color palette and then as the as his career progresses into three years worth of soul crushing overtime it literally sucks the palette the color out of the the show it goes completely grayscale yeah perfectly grayscale and then the apocalypse happens, zombie apocalypse, and he's free and color starts coming back into his life, which is honestly saying a lot. And it's really sad if you really that think is about saying it. a lot. Yeah. Not to mention, not to mention they, they very artistically hide some of the gore with splashes of color. Yeah. And I really enjoyed that bit of animation. It's so good. <laughs> it's such a gorgeous anime. It, you would think, oh, a zombie anime, that should be bloody and gory, and, and it is. It is. It is. But they hide it. But at the same time. Tastefully. It's so artistically done that you just, like, you're looking at it and it's like, oh my god, look at these these bloated, infecting bodies that are just, like, vomiting the parts of other people they've eaten. 
and this guy rugby tackles a dude off of a, of a, of a balcony. Holy shit! It explodes <laughs> and lands yeah. on everything. Oh. Holy, mo- this is. But I love to see it. Look how colorful it is. It reminds mm-hmm. me of. Do you remember uh, Kingsman, the first one? Yes. And then there's the oh, ending yeah. scene where where everyone's head explodes into yeah. glitter. Exactly. <laughs> That's exactly what it reminds me of. I thought that was great. Yeah, but it's just it paints such a good picture of what working for a black company can be like to the point where it is the only way to set up that the zombie apocalypse where you no longer have to go to work is now like the best sort of freedom you could imagine. The best thing that could ever happen to you is that the apocalypse happened. Yep. That's where this guy was. I was... I... Sorry, go ahead. Love this anime, one hundred percent. I mean, you've 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 watched a few more episodes than Nancy and I. I would say that off of the first episode, I'd be willing to give it a second episode, only because I. So my strongest feeling about it is that I kind of, I I, I sort of hate that they almost really use like their good uh, artistic direction to sort of. They almost hide, in a sense, the pervasive toxic culture because of the way that, like, they show, like, oh, it drains your 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 life. It, it makes it gray. It makes it sad. But I almost make, like, I would almost make the point that because they make it monotonous, I know that they're visually trying to convey that, but it almost kind of hides the 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 like. It's almost like a veil that covers the shittiness of that situation. Does that make sense? Like, like I think it goes both ways. I think we can just summarize it by saying that their, their very artistic use of color and lack of color was a really lovely way to illustrate the tone and the mental state that he was in. Yes. Off the top of my head, I don't think they really used that color shift since then. Uh, with the exception of maybe one episode, but overall, I would say that I've been watching this anime weekly. Nice. But that's a lie. Have you tried watching it strongly? The production of this anime has been so uh, 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 plagued with delays. It's supposed to be a Sunday anime, but it's almost always come out on Monday when it does Weird. come out at all. Interesting. And there were, like, multiple week periods where no episodes were able to come out at all, is unfortunately. It, is it because that they're trying to follow their own, like, morals from this show and not <laughs> yeah. the show out? I certainly hope Could so. Could it be? I certainly hope they are just get, uh, pumping out the episodes late because they're having pedicure days in the office. Hopefully. I sincerely hope that is the case. Oh boy. I would like I said, I would watch a second episode depending on the direction of where it goes and where it takes you. Uh, I don't think it's normally sort of my cup of tea. Like I I at some point I just don't care about zombies anymore, man. Zombies are done. They are very twenty ten content. I sincerely hope that like the zombie theme is actually not very pervasive in the show, but I don't know. I, I'd have to watch it another like two episodes and see. Mm-hmm. I really do like it. I really do like it. 
basically from here on out, each episode is a little bit episodic. It builds a little bit off of the previous episode, but it's basically, I want to have fun today doing this thing I've never done in my life. Like dining with cute airline uh, uh, attendants. In the zombie apocalypse. Weird. I remember one of the things he said was, man, I was thinking about starting day drinking this weekend. <laughs> or like something like that. And it was like, really? That's all. That's I mean- what you have to look forward to? I was thinking about starting up a substance abuse this weekend, you know? Mm-hmm. Every now and then, day drinking just hits the spot. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man. Okay, before we go down that. Drinking wise, um, how about being reborn as a vending machine? I would rather not, thank you. <laughs> My God. <laughs> I have I think... to imagine. I have to imagine some mangaka somewhere in Japan was like, I want to publish a manga. And their editor was like, it better be Isekai because Isekai is the only thing that's selling. What did you put in front of me? Standard fucking fantasy. Fuck this bullshit. If you don't have some goddamn nobody who gets hit by a truck and sent to another world, I don't want to publish it. And he's like, fuck you. Deepest sigh. And then while he's buying coffee, shitty coffee from a half-broken vending machine, it hits him. The vending machine falls off the wall and hits the mangaka, breaks his legs, and he stays inside for five months straight, drawing his magnum opus. Reborn as a vending machine, I now wander the dungeon. Which becomes a fantastic anime. I don't know about fantastic, but I mean that first... It is the dumbest thing I've ever seen. That episode was... mm. Jay said it when he was when he said that I can't believe it's only been ten minutes. Yeah, I, kept I on gave checking. this anime. I kept on checking such the time, the runtime. A solid try. Why? Why the fuck would you do that to yourself? Because Maybe I it heard it better. was unironically good. Like, and the best thing that I can say about it, the best thing I can say about it, is that you will only kind of regret the time you have spent watching it. If you have literally anything else to do, uh, if you're if you're just really bored, if you've got nothing else going on, if you think that the a plot about a main character who can only answer yes or no questions sounds like something you want to watch, my I brother still and weeb, watch this. <laughs> my brother and weeb, I need you to look at my calendar because it is so full. These days, Bro, I yeah. have Watch to really anime. no such look. I would Mm-mm. rather die. <laughs> <laughs> if you told me that I had to watch this from beginning to end, I would truly contemplate my end because this is no, <laughs> there is no value in it for me. I watched no. it. I watched but that first episode. You Hold on, about Angela. The, the story, the colored no. story, history of vending machines. No. <laughs> And at one point, no. it even talks about how you can get no uh, more uh, talking. Uh, it is bad. It, you can get <laughs> no more reproductive, uh, preventative bad. items from vending machines. Bro, just stop. <laughs> <sighs> it is pathetic that you would try to defend. God, it. Isekai has gone too far. 
Like, I don't care. It's not... I'm, I'm even going to say it's not satire. It's not a parody. Why? It's because not. Because... No, it's 100% oh, Parody and satire is entertaining. There's no tone. There's no undertone of it being entertaining, which is just... It, it's just bad. It's just poor... I can't believe I spent 20 minutes of my life. Like, I genuinely cannot. I am. It's not they're, a they're, joke. They're, they're, the worst part is. The like, anime is 100% serious. Here's the thing. We've watched other things like X-Arm or whatever, where we're at Incestus. And, and, and those were bad. I have no fucking, like, I have no patience for this show because those other shows were actually just straight bad. And we could be like, get out. We're stopping watching this. Whereas this at least had reasonable production values. That's did it? I mean, it was okay. It was the character bad. stayed on model. Uh, uh, it flowed acceptably. It no, it did slow. not. I checked the runtime twice. <laughs> it did not flow acceptably. <laughs> it was ten minutes for fifty minutes. It's <laughs> not good. <laughs> it's so bad, and the worst part. You know what the absolute worst part about this anime is? It does a disservice to fine vending machines all across Japan <laughs> who don't I deserve disagree. this. I disagree. You have never even Maybe. been to Japan. You don't know. <laughs> You're right. That's I have it. The closest thing that I've that the only reason why I can say vending machines in Japan are just unique, not good is is things like uh, 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 fucking Chris and Connor going to a vending machine I museum and eating is. food out of every uh, abroad in Japan and uh, Sea Dog. Cool. Yeah. They went to a vending machine museum and had food from every single vending machine. And they were neat, unique ideas, but the food was just consistently vending machine food. Which, you know, in Japan is actually a reasonable low standard. Even 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 a regular ass uh, milk tea that you buy out of a vending machine in Japan is going to taste way better than anything I could buy here out you of a buy vending it, machine. You buy it for a dollar. Yeah, it's like a buck, any, and it's I don't great. Have anything, like, no, it's just good. It's, it's but anyway, slander against vending machines, and it's <laughs> propaganda for vending machines, and it is the worst thing I have ever watched in animated form. I think Jay's rage speaks uh, volumes, so maybe let's move on. I mean, there's. I would argue that there might even be worse anime tonight <laughs> that we're uh, reviewing, but let us yeah, move I on. Mean... There's nothing else to say about the show. You know what? I have decided. I will. Dec- I will introduce the next thing because I am the masterful cat right now, <laughs> and the masterful Are you cat again today? is depressed again today. <laughs> And that is me. I am depressed again. God, this anime was simultaneously ridiculously cute, mind-bogglingly produced. And infuriating at times. Yeah. And not so, the worst show. And still not the worst show. So, okay, the I didn't know this was a Gohans thing until I was just like, is it just me or... Uh, is someone really just flexing like a shot on a drone style of shooting here? Because there's there's so many 
unnecessary shots of like a moving camera or a pan and it's like fully three like cg animated panning and and angelo tells me no no it's 100 percent like a gohan's thing and i was like oh yes the studio behind this anime studio gohan's is the most brain dead studio in the weirdest ways they have the talent to make good looking things and they apply it in the weirdest ways They've they've done multiple animes. Uh, one is called Handshakers. It's pretty old. I want to say three or four years now. Uh, there was another anime that aired this season. And one thing that they always do. They will film. That's, that's not the right word for it. It's anime. They will animate at such a very specific weird angles. Like they throw Dutch angles in. They throw low angles in. They are just here to try to flex and be like, Ha-ha, they're the, they're the Michael Bay of I am the master of four point perspective. Mm. And it's like anime with a fisheye lens. And it's so weird and so unsettling. Like, do I need a shot of an of, of, of a, of a office lady yes. walking to her friend's desk shot from her heels clacking on the floor? Like it wasn't it wasn't even trying to be a panty shot. It wasn't even trying to be like sexy or anything. It was just trying to be, look at this. We're like 15-year-olds using the the star wipe in PowerPoint. We're very cinematic, you see. And on top of that, all the 3D CG is like ridiculously shiny. Ridiculously shiny. I feel like reboot in the 90s had more varied lighting filters and shaders. Than, than Studio Gohans has, everything they have has that super fucking bright, high gloss, like Gran Turismo or, or Need for Speed on the PS2. It is just so weird. The most baffling thing about it for me, if it had been cleverly done, like if any of these establishing shots had anything to establish, it would have been nice. But there was there was these long drawn out shots of just like it looked like it was a drone looking down on a street, just like a random ass urban street. Yeah, it didn't do anything for the story. Or like it didn't even shot- we haven't even talked setting. about the story. <laughs> yeah, we haven't even talked about the story yet, so sorry. But like there was a shot in the fridge looking outwards at person looking into the fridge and then there was the slow pan yeah that was the sunny like, d why? shot why yeah it was like the sunny d <laughs> shot don't want but the, like i don't want the purple stuff i want sunny d oh, it was just so strange anyway so weird animation and flexing aside um i gotta disagree that one of the statements that was made in the first 10 minutes of this anime is that having a pet as a single person makes you unmarriageable yes they went on to say that I'd never heard that in my life. There was this one office lady talking to the main main girl, and she was like, "Oh, are you looking at getting a cat? You know that uh, having a cat as a single lady makes you an, and and all of us are just like, person. are you? I find this offensive. Yeah, who doesn't like having a cat? Who would, especially especially a human sized cat who makes you lunch, dinner, and breakfast, wakes you up on time for work, takes, takes care, care of you, cleans the whole apartment, basically and like deliberately prevents you from goes being out of a their shut-in. way 
to find things to make for you that are nutritious and interesting and like fancy. Yeah, it's it's secretly a food anime. Yeah, secretly food anime. But I think the creepiest like a... part about okay. No, there was like the the cooking show, like the 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 weird cooking show that where they basically took dog. like a real life cooking show and just added a weird filter on top to make it look like it was like animated. But then all the food looks really good. It's definitely a food anime. Yeah, it does look a bit like a like a secret food anime. But anyway, like the thing about the the cat relationship with MC that I really don't love is the fact that the cat is like simultaneously their partner, their maid, their father. Like they're all father? these things for her, and she doesn't deserve him. No, no, like this cat is too good for MC. A human who doesn't even deserve the cat. How sad. Like when you when you are a cat owner, you are no longer the master of the house. You are the servant to this beast. You are its tenant. And it will climb up onto your lap sometimes and demand butt scratches. But beyond that, you are there to clean up its poop, feed it, and and uh when it sleeps on your face, you're just supposed to accept it and breathe through its fur. It is a blessing to be suffocated by cat. Yes. And this anime is just like, what if the cat was the size of a bear, had the mannerisms of a Yakuza, but was also a, a, a housewife? Yep. You know what the worst part is? It's not even my kind of show. I would rather watch a second episode of this over <laughs> the machine. <laughs> I would absolutely, easily, I would... Pay money, not a lot, like fifty cents. <laughs> Honestly, to make sure when I the anime the wasn't being go handsy, when it was just the cat and the main girl, like kind of bouncing off of each other, it was kind of neat. It was. Fun. I was a little bit here for it, but I I have no desire. This is one of the anime that I didn't touch until now, and I'm kind of glad that I didn't. Mm, that says something. But you know what else I wish I really hadn't seen a first episode of? St. Cecilia and Pastor Lawrence. Oh, oh my God. How <laughs> can we pick so many bad anime? <laughs> this was basically Catholicism, the anime, but also you're not allowed to date the pastor. And also you're simping. You're a goddess who simps for the pastor. As I wrote here in my notes, if you've heard of Saint Seiya, get ready for Saint Simpa. <laughs> uh. I was willing to give this a shot because everything, when we watched the trailer, it looked really cute. And I will stand by my opinion that the animation for this anime is ridiculously cute. I was getting diabetes from some of the animations of the, the of the main character. This cuteness is not enough. This anime is like anime GIF city. You can just take any random like repeating anime of the main girl and just turn it into a reaction GIF, and it's fantastic. I disagree. <laughs> but everything else about it is just so one note and boring. It's incredibly bland. It's not even a good romance anime. I think while Vending Machine anime made me angry, this one just really killed my desire to watch anime. 
<laughs> if this is the, the direction that anime is heading. I'm like, if the, if this became, I'm I'm just saying, I'm putting it out there that if somehow this anime became a successful franchise, spawning sequels and merch, I will actively give up anime. <laughs> I feel like if it was 2006 at the height of Moe Blob, this would have performed way better. And thank God it's no longer the Moe Blob era. So, okay. I'm going to draw... I'm going to draw a parallel to work life, Nancy, for a second here. In voice acting, a lot of the times, we talk about something called stakes. When Mm. you're performing a character, there need to be stakes. Why is this important to your character? Why are they saying it? What's the intent here? And why are you wasting words? Um, You need there to be stakes, and, and you need to perform in a way that convinces the viewer slash listener this character has stakes involved. No matter what that character is doing, there are stakes. There are no stakes to this episode. Yeah, nothing mattered. There was zero important dialogue. Something that we've, uh, we forgot to mention, actually, at the beginning of this is um, we watched this in English dub. Oh, yes, we did. Get the yes. Japanese sub to work. Um I don't think it really changed anything, to be completely honest. Uh, like, I mean, probably I think the not. English voice acting was probably worse. Uh, I don't have the anything to compare to. The localization effort was not yeah. very good. But, like, I really don't think it would have changed the opinion of the show so much as it would have been slightly more pleasant to listen to, potentially. We don't even know that for sure. <laughs> to paraphrase Hank Hill, You're not making Jesus better. You're making anime worse. Uh, yeah. Anyway, I think that that sums up a lot of feelings on this. But still, I might consider watching a second episode of this over Vending Machine. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing about this is at least you cannot pay attention to it. Yes. You can have it on your second your your second screen, be not paying attention to it at all. Maybe you even have it muted. And you can just look over and be like, oh, yes. Garbage. green-haired girl. There's Crap. a cute antic on. happening. Crap. <laughs> <laughs> at least but, I'm not looking at a vending machine right now. D- yeah, oh This is boy. the best my life can possibly get after watching the vending machine, Adam. But it wasn't all bad. Undead girl no. murder farce wasn't bad. It has the worst title. It has the weirdest title. Correct. I still, I'm pretty sure I made this point last time. It is a missed opportunity to call an anime about a disembodied head. To to, to not call it undead girl murder face. Murder farce? No. I feel like since the Royal Canadian Air Farce was on TV, they have owned that word. No other piece of media can use the word farce and be serious about it. I understand that it's that they don't know it's Japan. They don't know what the Royal Canadian Air Farce is. They True. they they they're just like, "Oh, oh, we opened up the thesaurus and we found a a, a silly word for for shenanigans. Oh, I we can use that in the title and sound super cool." No, Japan. Just just no. Call it murder face, please. That sounds a little <laughs> bit metal. The animation was amazing. The art style. Fantastic. I love the art style. 
fantastic action shots. I would say really loved it. I would say that like I'm not I'm not someone who's like deeply into cinematography. This the way I would describe that the uh, some of the scenes of how this show is animated looks like they almost did a live action. Then they just re they just animated over the live action because that's how it looks. There's this real element of like cinematography that's not just present in the general like animation. There's something about it that reminds me of something like some classics, things like Bill uh, Kill Bill was mentioned, but yep. also things like yep. Seven Samurai. Like there's this, there's this one mm. scene that um, it's a top down. It's just the walking scene. They're just doing some uh, exposition, and it's the two characters and you're seeing them from bird's eye view and they're just doing like a very simply animate, like from an animation standpoint, not like something beautiful, like a Makoto Shinkai, like, you know, a thousand frames per second kind of thing, but it is very effective in sort of just getting this verbal exposition done while these two characters are traveling. And it looks very, like very classic film. And it, like, yeah, so I mentioned the Kill Bill stuff because of the specific use of split framing and like slide frames of people talking, but like as disembodied, almost comic book panels. Mm. And uh, it very, very strong Kill Bill themes right there. And yeah, like Jay said, very cinematographic. It just very specific references to films of that nature and it just really visually blew me away. Now, I remember last time we were talking about this, I shamelessly criticized Japan for not having good mystery stories. And I still stand by that because this is not really a good mystery story. It's actually more of a battle shonen with mystery elements. There's battle there's something shonen. of a formula to this show uh each arc will be about three episodes and in the first arc it's more about introducing the actors involved the second episode of the arc will be about uh, uh going through all of the mystery and then the third arc the third episode of each arc is usually a battle between main boy and uh whatever force is right. found the, to be the whodunit i like that I honestly liked the storytelling was fine. It's pretty good. It works out. It's actually a nice balance of what is traditionally not very a, a very strong suit for anime to something that actually is something of a strong suit for anime. And it's in a style that I really love. The other thing that doesn't come through on the first episode is how big of a goofball the main characters are. Oh yeah, it seemed very serious. Well, there's it a, seemed there's very a, very serious. I, th I I felt like there was a lot of room for character development. Anyways, like, um, they already sort of tried to touch on it a little bit, trying to give you some exposition on you know sort of the supernatural lore and where they come from. But it doesn't it didn't really give you a lot about the character itself, like the motivations of the characters. So I like I said I think there was room to grow there anyway. So it's I'm glad to hear that there is that exposition later on. Um, one of the things that I that kind of drew me in 
Um, so I do like supernatural type shows anyways. So this kind of is up my alley. I felt like I really liked the idea of the setting as a whole, where there's like the magic, the, 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 the supernatural doesn't just like, it's not purely set aside in some like fantasy realm. It's, uh, or like it's on isekai type approach. It's literally just like, colonization and westernization exists alongside this japanese era of development where they're sort of still bound to mythological deities and mythological uh uh, beings in their everyday like setting i thought it is literally the 1800s but if ghosts were real yeah and i'm okay i'm actually really good with that I, i i like that i didn't try to separate it too much or it's like you know, this is the spirit world, and you cannot, and like you as a mere mortal, cannot enjoy, like, uh, or enjoy is probably not the right word. Experience it. No, it's like it, it's all integrated, and the storyline seems yeah, to weave, weave that way as well. So, I think there's a lot more to like. I, thank God this was the last thing we watched because it saved. We ended on a high note. It was such a high it note. Saved it's, the probably, night. it's probably my favorite thing that we watched uh, tonight. Really? Yeah. I mean, while we were watching it, you weren't really all that about uh, ZOM 100, but I'm actually kind of surprised that uh, Murder Face is above uh, Bucket List of the Dead for you. Oh, Murder Face. Yeah. I like them both, but I'm definitely more of a a ZOM 100 fan than a Murder Face fan. I don't know. I think a lot of it just has to do with the art style. Like I said, Mm. the art direction. That's fair. Like it really... Not that the art style in... Zom 100 is bad. It's just a different. It's it's like Zom 100. They're very different. It's, tones. it's it's completely like it's like pop art, you know. Like it's very it's kind of modern, uh, contemporary cinema, cinematography approach. Whereas, uh, Murder Farce. God, I hate the name. Is just <laughs> like it just hits all these really cool classical tones that you can source the inspiration from. Like like Chainsaw Man did. I haven't watched all yeah. of Chainsaw Man, but I know that Chainsaw Man really did pay homage to a lot of um, uh, 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 famous scenes and sources from other media. So, like, I that kind of stuff always hits. Um, I don't know, just just some. It's cool to be original. Don't get me wrong, but I also just like it when they like really hit the tone of those classics. I mean, because. Murder Face does that, that kind of sets it apart from a lot of anime. True. Like, because animating from off angles or different angles or cinematic angles is hard, like, there's a reason that Studio Gohans tries to flex in that way, and there's a reason why it may, it's nauseating when Studio Gohans does it. But whereas Undead Girl Murder Face does it well in a way that just feels a little bit refreshing. It feels like it's trying to take the viewer seriously, you know? It's true. But I think as bad as, uh, or how varied our choices were this season, there's something there for everyone, especially if you have trash taste. Oh, I have nothing I else to like, add to this. I feel like you are going to anger 
more than a handful of vending machine fans. Oh, no. Because there are people who would legitimately stand by the vending machine anime being better than you would think it is. That's okay. I might give it a try. Like, just just to say, I might watch, like, another episode just to see where it actually goes, if it goes anywhere. I do find that first episode to be quite flimsy, though. Like, if if that was all I was going to give it as a chance, I probably wouldn't keep watching. I watched four episodes, and then I forgot that it existed. I mean, you made it four episodes in. Mm -hmm. I have really low tolerance for, for, I mean, high tolerance for bullshit in anime. That that much is clear. Yeah. I watch a lot of bad anime. I used to. You make it your pastime. I think I've mentioned this before. I used to do probably the most regrettable thing in terms of like wasting my time. I used to like swear that I would watch the entire series if I started it. And I did that oh, for like no. I did that for no years, and it was just, mm. oh mm. my god, why? <laughs> because you don't. I know no longer any give things the three episode test. I do not have time for the three episode test anymore. I will decide I if to. I want to watch things after one episode, but I will also drop anime even if I'm like six or seven episodes in. Interesting. If I just really don't feel like it anymore, like there were two other e- anime this this season that i just dropped just because i really don't care that's fine and it's and, okay and to do that i, I feel like my life is better for it one of them was this villainous anime called uh last tame and it was just the main character was so infuriating it, it, it's an isekai it was a girl who got uh, uh isekai'd into the villainous of a, of a uh shoujo visual novel uh-huh and in doing so, she was like, oh, my God, I'm the villainous. I'm going to be this evil person and I'm going to die for it. So every single action that she's taken since being reincarnated is that of a fucking saint. Except every two or three episodes, she's like, and if I ever turn into a horrible, horrible witch of a queen, please kill me. And I'm just like, no one even thinks about you just. No, if you even want me to have any kind of emotional attachment to this, you have to be kind of a villainous. Instead, you're just annoying. Yeah, tracks. Yeah. So that that that's another bad isekai this this season. Oh boy, God. another bad isekai. Glad we didn't pick that one. <laughs> Thank God there's Mushoku Tensei for me to get my good isekai fix. <sighs> I don't believe you. And with that, I think it's a good spot to leave off. <laughs> yes. I think I'm a worse yes. person. I'm a worse person than I was when I first started this. Wow. That's I think we're all a little worse off today. Until next time, folks. Goodbye. Take Goodbye. care. Bye.